You know what that sound means. Welcome back to Just to Tip Off, the NBA podcast that don't know that don't owe no one shit. Damn thing. Uh, we uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about Kyrie's uh, uh, impressions or Kyrie's comments later. Um, we're going to start this podcast with a little bit of confession. Um, in the last month, uh, Mason and I chose to um, participate in Dry January. It was a good, healthy choice. I stand by it. But as a result, you may have noticed a lack of edge in the last couple podcasts. I don't. Uh, I think it really affected our art, and so we agree too much. Yeah. So now that we're back in February, we're gonna really, really hit this ground running. We're gonna be drinking a lot this episode. To enforce drinking, we currently have the um, Lakers uh, Warriors game on, and we have a hat in the corner of the TV and a mustache on the TV. So if the hat lines up so someone's wearing the hat, the mustache lines up so someone has a mustache, we have to drink. We have our buddies Cole and Chief here to enforce that. We also have our friend Annie here, who is the moderator of this podcast. She will be assigning drinks as rewards or punishments based on good and bad points. And the important thing here is Annie does not know a thing about the NBA. Well, she knows. Okay, so she does know a thing or two, but... No, she doesn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no offense, Annie. You, you know. Hat, no. Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie's wearing a hat. God damn it. All right. Uh, so if you hear people chiming in, that's what it is. Um. So uh, since the last time we met, a lot's happened in the NBA. It, in about a week, it's uh, it's happened in a short time. Yeah. Um, Tyler little Thon Maker once out. Of Milwaukee. That's the big headliner. That's yeah. the headliner right That's there. The, headliner the right number there. one all star in the in the NBA. Thon Maker wants out. I don't know what, Who, who's getting them. We don't know. It, it's a it's a toss up. One thing I thought it was kind of cool is I don't know if you guys knew this or not. There's a Super Bowl tomorrow. Yeah, I I, I haven't thought about the Super Bowl once because I've been so concerned about the NBA. There's so much going on <laughs> as far as the trade. That goes. just I the really Patriots and everyone's kind of sick. I'm kind of rooting for the Patriots, but you I, know, I, this I is a basketball never, podcast. I would never root for the Patriots. Saints got ripped off. I, I wanted the Saints. I had points. Sam drink. I like it. Starting off strong. Well, this is a basketball podcast. So we are going to talk about basketball, and the first thing we want to talk is it's been all over the news, trades, trades, trades. Anthony Davis, where is he going? Is he going from the – are the Pelicans going to deal him out now? Are they going to hold on to him? Uh, Is he going to L.A.? Is he going to Boston in the summer? Why is he going in the summer, not now? So many questions, so, so little time. Um, how do we want to start this, guys? This, there's just a lot going on into this. Uh, this possible hasn't even happened yet. This is all speculation. I, I think for first impressions, you, you think he goes in the next couple days before the trade deadline, or do you think I, he goes I, I, in the summer? They're dumb if they don't trade him now. He is literally at the peak of his trade value. Yeah. Next year, you're gonna he's going to be a free agent in the summer of 2020. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, why would a team trade you players if you know that he's not going to resign with your team in six months? It, especially, it, it looked like it made a little bit of sense when um, Boston was willing to throw everything at him, which they still are. Um, they just have to like another, another four months. With, with, the with, the the whole, with the whole Anthony Davis's dad putting Boston on glass, <laughs> with Anthony Davis coming out and saying, I will sign to the Lakers <laughs> in 2020, with all that, I, I really think you need to... Um, I think your best bet is to deal them to the Lakers, but um, I think you need to. Really they did. Consider. They did. They did put an offer up. They, they put, put a bunch. They put a pretty, lot of offers. Pretty good offer. I, I think it was what it was. There's, there's ball, been at least four ball, or five. Kuzma, Rondo, Beasley, and a first round yes. pick. Right? And Zubak. 
Uh, uh, Zubac was part of a different deal. The most yeah. recent deal that they reached, and um, that was the first deal. Yeah, there was the first deal, and that was that was back when people thought he could go a lot of places. But now that he's come out and say it, uh, he had it right that the first deal was uh, Ball. Yeah, um, Ball Kuzma, Beasley, the first round pick, Rondo, and Beasley. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm if I'm the Lakers and I'm hearing all this, I wouldn't be necessarily undercutting or underselling the Pelicans, but I wouldn't be giving them like that first pick. I, I would, I'll give them exactly that, no more, no less. Because uh, here, here's here's the thing: is you're giving them five things, Beasley and Rondo. Okay, I get it. Yeah. But you're also giving them Alonzo too. Yeah. That's both your point guards. Mm-hmm. And your first round pick, so you don't have a, the ability to draft another one. Who's yep. your point? Lance Stevenson? LeBron? Uh, LeBron? Really? LeBron's You're going to use him as your point guard? LeBron's the guy who might get tired? As if he's... And additionally, there's a bunch of point guards on the buyout market. There's going to be a lot in free agency next year. There's Kemba Walker... Up next year, there's Kyrie, who's talked, who has been rumored. So you're going to have to spend money to get one, which I, I get, but you're yeah, going to spend the money to and, get and AD. I, yeah. Yes, but... Oh, yeah, so yeah, good point. Great. But, they, but they've got enough cap space to sign to also level players like that. I'm like they Lonzo Ball is two? not... Yeah, they still have room for two. Lonzo yeah. Ball is not that point guard. No. I still think even with the addition of AD, they still need a little more to yep. get over the hump that is the Warriors. Uh, the, even the, the even Kemba is, Walker versus... Um, Lonzo Ball, I think, would paired with LeBron and AD would be enough. Because uh, I just so the the problem is they had also been talking about bringing Clay Thompson in. Clay Thompson is a very good complimenting player to LeBron, but mm-hmm. if you bring in Clay Thompson and AD, you don't have enough to get a, a top tier point guard. You have enough to get like a um, is point guard going to be your weak position then? Because you got AD at the five, LeBron at the four. Yeah, but I, I think I think I think if, they, you, if you have a team built like that. You're allowed to have a week. No, I, I understand. That's my question. It's not necessarily like, is that going to be a bad, uh, bad thing? Is that going to be their weak position? Like yeah. the, the the Warriors before they had Boogie, their weak position was the center. Yeah, there's most likely they don't have a weak. The, if, if, if they go after also Clay no, Thompson, no, absolutely. And if they go after point guard, it's going to be shooting guard. But they've got hat hat. I just. Here, if I'm the Lakers, I wouldn't be shelling out, selling the farm for something you know you're going to get. Exactly. And I know it's also kind of the the Kawhi Leonard or the the Paul George deal where you really don't – they say that they're going to go to this place and then they end up not going. But also, ah. even if, even if let's say, he gets dealed somewhere else and you have a sure thing that – Yeah, dealed. Uh, you have a sure thing that he is coming to the Lakers in 2020. Um, LeBron's not young. It's are a you, year. It's literally a year. Yes. it's uh, So it's an additional season and a half. Are you willing to take a season and a half? Or, like, a, there's a lot of other free agents on the market next year. Maybe use that cap space on someone else. Maybe yeah. you try to bring in a Kawhi instead. Maybe you try to get a Kyrie. They're not getting Kawhi. Yeah, They're not getting Kyrie. Kyrie is honestly, it's I a pipe think, dream. I if think, they can get Kyrie, I think he... Okay, so... I think it's more likely he goes to the Knicks. But. Yeah, he's going to go somewhere that LeBron's not. And his whole point of leaving uh, uh, Cleveland was that, well, number one, he wanted to do well on his own. Number two, mm-hmm. uh, the Cavs were thinking about trading him. and The Cavs were not thinking about trading him until they requested a trade. I think it's uh, they threw him up on the block. That's why he, he was like, if you listen to Richard Jefferson, he put out a, or maybe it was Channing Fry. It was either Richard Jefferson or Channing Fry who commented that he was put up on a trade block in a scenario, and that's all he needed to hear was like, all right, 
<laughs> trade me. I don't want to be here. If you're going to trade me, no way. Good point, Mason. Drink. <laughs> I think the interesting thing with the Lakers is obviously, even if Anthony Davis says he comes 2020, yeah, you, you could keep your players. You've got a bench then, or you could, you could shell out. Get a different all-star, but then the question is, you've already missed on Paul George. You may have missed on Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. The Lake Magic, Johnson, and that originally cannot afford to miss on a third so superstar. Okay, so they're trying to, like, all right, we they, can they, they, this. I, I think, the only reason why I think, in my opinion, it's like, if you know who's coming, don't bother trading your young talent. But you can't afford to miss. You can't afford to miss three times in a row, and this I is what that. it's going to take I'm just to saying, get the try not to sell the whole arm I, again. I, 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 so one thing I do. If Jamie Ainge this shit, like somehow, like trade them shit and then I, I, end up if, on top. If, if there, if there's, uh, yeah, why doesn't everyone just do that? Honestly, why don't, why don't you just trade them shit and get end up? I cannot believe that every NBA GM isn't doing that. Well, that, that's what Danny Ainge does. As soon as he if sees he careers, kind of like because after that one season that Rondo played really well, people were expecting Rondo to get a max. Ainge said, "I'm not paying you that amount of money." said, go your own way, and got assets for him. And that's yeah. how Boston has built up all these draft picks, is that once players like Paul Pierce and Garnett are getting towards the end of their careers and Danny Ainge sees that, he ships them off for a shit ton of draft yeah. picks and gets a bunch of young guys. Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen left under yeah. uh, free agency. But if I, if I were – the only thing I'd do different if I were the Lakers is I would be trying to keep Kuzma instead of deal Brandon Ingram. See, that, that's what I, I didn't understand. Why are they trying to keep – because Kuzma, Kuzma is a great four for them. But, he but, could be their four. Yeah, I, that being said, if, if I'm great. the Pelicans, I want Kuzma. Yeah. Kuzma is – I think Kuzma is probably the best young player on that team. I would agree. He's their number I, I would, one I best agree. player yeah. as a young I guy. I agree. See Ingram, Ingram, Ingram might have a better ceiling – but currently, Kuzma is looking like the best player. No, you're still gonna need a. Kuzma's also younger than Ingram. Let's not forget that. No, he's not. He's not. Kuzma's 23. Oh, is he? Kuzma went, was a three-year college player. And Ingram, oh, Ingram was okay. one and done. Yep. Okay. Well. Mason was wrong. Mason drinks. All right, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> hat, 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 tits. No hat. Uh, regardless, AD. Other people involved in this possible uh, pool of wanting AD, the whole I, I'd like NBA. to talk about the Knicks. Bleacher Report, or was it ESPN, released a list of every single team who they would throw out. Report. It was pretty cool. And they, they just went in depth on all every team who they had and the most likely pick to, to, to trade to get AD. And it was pretty in depth, you know. Like the very last one was the Warriors saying that they were just trying to ruin the league even more. Uh, my, I, I think the last one was actually the Cavs, where they said if you gave if you gave the no, entire roster, it wouldn't be enough. <laughs> that was second to last. They gave the Warriors the the, the end all. Like, hey, this would just you know, be not gross. gonna lie, if it was AD one v five, he'd probably still score about the same amount of points as the Cavs roster right now. Honestly, little two man game between uh, AD and Kevin Love because you can't trade Kevin because he's hurt. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You might be able to score 80 points. So you say that we can't trade him because he's yeah, terrible. So how the fuck do we just trade? How did the Porzingis trade? Let's segue into so, that. So um, I, I, I've always been under the understanding that you can't trade a player when they're hurt. Um, I think I, if I were, were to interpret what if I've been reading If they start the sense, season on IR? Um, I think you can't trade a player when they're hurt without player sign-off on it. I think, okay. I think play, like if a player requests a trade – 
Or if a player says, yes, I want that trade, you're good. But I don't think you can trade a play. I think players are stagnant when they're not hurt. Okay. I believe. It makes, I mean, that makes sense. I, I, I really, the some rules like this are often very confusing. So what, to your gun. Sam, drink. So one one thing that um, we sort of well, glanced, we we sort of glanced over and <laughs> um, we sort of glanced over and took for granted that our listeners might know and I think this would be a good time to reveal with the whole AD talk is um, why Boston it cannot trade for AD <laughs> until uh, July. Mason's prepared to go over. Um, there's one rule in particular that is, does this, and we figured we'd go over two other. Uh, widely unknown rules um, that affect trades and how teams are constructed. So, Mason, if you want to do a little bit more about yeah. dive into rules. So, the reason why... So, as we know, the Lakers and the Celtics are very much interested in AD. Uh, the Lakers have a shot at getting him now. Uh, the Celtics have to wait. The Celtics have to wait unless they trade Kyrie Irving in the trade deal, which... As we know, they probably don't want to do. Maybe with what's come out this week about um, Kyrie Irving saying they don't, he doesn't owe them sh- anybody shit. Uh, maybe that That's makes him more first. May, yeah, like maybe that makes him more. I say, he, he went from I'm resigning with this team to ask me July first. And so October, you know. it was in October too. He yeah, came that's out. A, that's a fast turnaround. Ah. Ah. All right, drink. Um, maybe they do trade him. If they don't include Kyrie, though, they cannot talk. They cannot get uh, Anthony Davis for until the summer. The reason being the Derrick Rose rule. So uh, the Derrick Rose rule is something that was coined after uh, in 2012. After Derrick Rose, the one who coined the name, um, well, it was the NBA lockout. Sorry, the. So both Anthony Davis and Irving signed their contract extensions under the Rose Rule. That's the important part to know. Mustache. <laughs> because when Derrick Rose, he was the first player to sign such an extension. Wait, the Rose Rule. Drink, drink All right, we'll do that. <laughs> so the Rose Rule allows certain players coming off the rookie scale contracts to earn thirty percent of the salary cap, as opposed to twenty five percent. To be eligible, a player must achieve uh, one of the three accolades during the first four seasons of their career. MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, or two All-NBA selections. When Davis and Irving um, inked their extensions in 2015 and 2014, uh, they had both gotten two All-Star uh, selections in, in place of All-NBA. I mean, it's um, an All-NBA um, what is it? And all, it's like all NBA selections. So an all NBA could be an all star. Yeah, that counts. I thought you had to be selected to the all NBA team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there, there's I think NBA were, first, second, yeah, third teams. But you, you can you can be an all star, not all NBA, vice versa. Because there's multiple NBA teams. There's all NBA first, the all NBA, NBA defensive. The, the article that I'm reading says that they were, respectively, they got so their extension in 2015 and 2014, respectively, two all-star starter nods was in place of defensive player of the year. Interesting. Okay. So I, I guess that there are little subsections that allow you to... So it's just all-star. To get that all-star, all-NBA, however they, they want okay. to call it. I'm going to be drinking a lot, Sam. So, that means Ky- uh, Kyrie Irving and Anthony Davis were 
can get 30% of an NBA team's salary cap. All right, that is 5% more than the total, uh, the max of 25%. Plus so, cash. because they're on the Rose Rule, you can't have, you can't trade a person who's cash. on the Rose Plus Rule cash. until their next contract extension. So, Kyrie Irving expires in the summer of 2019. So, they cannot trade for AD without including Kyrie Irving. Watching the wrong sport. Cold. And that's, that's the rule right there. That clears things <laughs> up a little bit, I hope. Um, the Lakers, as we just talked about, are throwing everything in the kitchen sink at the, the Pelicans to get them. Yeah, and I think the uh, uh, third biggest name. I, we, we talked about this, I think, between ourselves. Uh, don't sleep on the Raptors. Yeah, the, Rap- the Raptors have some pretty good things to throw at them, and they're prepared. And also, Siakam and OG Ananobi. Yeah, you throw Siakam, Ananobi, um, Van Vliet, and say two first-rounders. I'd I'd say you could throw Van Vliet, Jonas Valanciunas, and then one first-rounder. I think we'll get it done, too. Because there's no need to have Ibaka, Valanciunas, and Anthony Davis all on the same team. Someone's not going to play. Jonas Valanciunas is a little younger. He's going to be a little more... Attractive of a of a player asset than Serge Ibaka is just because that age difference. So I yeah. think you throw him with Van Vliet, OG Ananobi, Siakam, and a first round pick. He might be able to even scale with the second I'm, round I'm there. Not, I don't I'm know. Not, you can drink commenting on players' looks. I'm I'm not sure that attractive. <laughs> so okay, <laughs> what the Raptors would would trade away would be OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, Jonas Valanciunas, De- Delon Wright. And a 2021 first round pick, top three prop, uh, uh, protection. But there's no way they're going to be, unless both AD and Kawhi leave. Toronto would then receive Anthony Davis and Darius Miller. Darius Miller just filling out some cap space. Yeah. And, um, and a roster spot. Exactly. So it's it's possible. They're getting a lot of stuff. They're getting almost a Lakers type deal of what. Hey, Javel McGee got a drink tonight. That's kind of cool. That was a must have Off topic, Sam Drake. That was a must have Off topic, Sam Drake. I'd argue that's not a topic. It's a huge ass ring. Right? All right. Sorry, continue. I just. Oh, he's getting his ring. Interrupting, Sam Drake. We'll see. All his head's deadly right, right now. He's <laughs> <laughs> going down the bench. <laughs> Man. Ugh. All right. We're about to get the tip off. But, so that kind of explains the. Uh, the trade for the Pelicans, or sorry, Pelicans to the Toronto Raptors. So Toronto, you you think they have a shot at it? I do. Yeah, and I I, I think Toronto is yeah, really throwing course. everything in that. Hey, we know you might think you want to be somewhere else, but if we put this team together and we're winning championships, <laughs> you get Kawhi Leonard in. He's like, hey, I say, if Kawhi, we got AD, they'll stay. If, if we got Kawhi, AD, we still have Lowry, who has probably a couple of years in him. He's, he's, he's a great facilitator. He's a hustle guy. <laughs> you, you're not um, to re- rebuild the bench after you send all those pieces, but again, if you can get AD. How much more likely is Kawhi to stay if Anthony yeah, is on the team? Significantly. Ibaka becomes a backup center again, which I think yeah. he's a he's a yeah. okay, he's a okay yeah. starter. He's yeah. a fantastic backup. Yeah, you, you still have Danny Green. <laughs> what? He said Mason drinking without permission. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is where I'm going to draw the line. Um, I will drink when I damn well please, and will not be penalized for doing so. <laughs> I was my moderator. I am moderating the alcohol intake. From good and bad points, don't let the power go to your head, honey. Already right, yeah. <laughs> right, One, one team, one back. team, I would, I think is interesting in this is the Knicks. Obviously, we'll get to the Porzingis trade a little bit later, but 
that they are in the running for the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Hypothetical situation. Well, they, took, they stole the bottom seat away from the Cavs. Just is, you know, the Cavs won two in a row, dumbasses. What are you doing? You know, what are you trying to prove here? Obviously, that pick, if they end up getting the number one pick, either they can keep it. Let's probably going to be Zion Williamson, no matter who yeah. gets the first pick. It's probably going to be Zion Williamson out of Duke. If Nick's end up with that number one overall pick, they get Zion. That can either attract free agents, mm-hmm. or that could be trade value. Now, since they just shipped half their team away like two days ago, I don't think they're in the running anymore for that. They've got 70-some million dollars They've cleared 70 million cash They've got... 74.6 million dollars to just big dick around with. They're like, hey, you want to start a super team? Knicks got you. The Knicks are going all in on being able to sign free agents right now, and Mm-hmm. We'll see. Also, it's it's either going to work, and we're going to see an excellent Knicks team next year, or they are nothing's going to happen, and we're going to see an even worse Knicks team. Oh, my the God. Knicks have a funny way possible, just ruining off. We'll see a worse Knicks team next year. I wonder why. I just I don't get it. They have such a big market. They just fuck it up all the time. <laughs> Honestly, the Knicks it's management. It's you know they had that one good decade. It's management and ownership. It's a. It's almost worse than the Bulls management right now. Ooh, and the Bulls are. Uh, side side note. Um, actually, never mind. I'll save it for worth mentioning. Keep going. So, I guess that if we move into that big, the actual Plus big that, trade that happened. The trade that's officially happened. The only thing that has actually happened, we have Knicks trading Chris Porzingis. And others. So we got Chris Porzingis, Tim Hardaway Jr., Courtney Lee, Courtney Lee, and Trey, Trey Burke to the to Dallas, Dallas Mavericks. So basically everything valuable on the Knicks. Exactly. Except for Alonzo Trier. Or Emmanuel uh, Moutier. And maybe Kevin Knox. We'll see in a couple of years. For Dennis Smith uh, Or Vonley. They're not a uh, young center. Yeah. Possibly. So, for, so they did that for Dennis Smith Jr., That's Wesley Matthews, DeAndre Jordan, and two future first-round picks. Wouldn't surprise me if uh, Wesley Matthews and Andre Jordan are bought out here in the next oh. couple days, just because it's like, why would you have this place to a tank? Uh, it doesn't say. It just says two future okay. first round. Uh, if I remember correctly, I thought it was like 2020 and 2022. It was like it down might the road. be. It might. It might be down the road. Which Sam, drink. Good job with dates. <laughs> Obviously, I mean the player. I mean, you got a, a, a decent point guard in Dennis Smith Jr. I personally think the Mavericks won that trade because if Porzingis does come back to what he was, then it's an obvious win for the Mavericks. I don't think that trade is a winner or a loser. I think both teams got what they wanted out of it. I say the Knicks did clear seventy-four million dollars. The, 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 the Knicks didn't do it to get anything. The Knicks did it to lose things. And then to get two first-round draft picks out of it was a really nice deal. Plus, uh, Dennis Smith Jr., he's young, and so he's cheap, and so he's a solid point guard that you, you so yeah. especially if you're trying to bring in Kyrie Irving, or one thing no one's talking about is um, Kyrie Irving's obviously the top free agent point guard next year, but if, mustache. You, mustache. Uh, if you bring in KD and you want to pair an uh, all-star point guard with him, it's also Kemba Walker's contract year, and I think a Kemba, I yeah. think... And Kemba Walker. So here's the thing with, with Trump, New York, but, but Charlotte is gonna have to. They have the chance to match um, Kemba's contract. Is he yeah. a restricted free agent? He's unrestricted. He's unrestricted now. Unrestricted. He's unrestricted. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They, you you could have you could have either Kemba or Kyrie paired with if they possibly Kevin Durant and then 
You could have. You could also have. You could have Zion Williamson. Uh, the, the mustache was stronger than that. Either way, either way, you could have Zion Williamson. You could have R.J. Barrett. You could have uh, coming off injury, possibly a bowl bowl if they slip down past the top five. You know. They, no, it, it, what, what's the name of that kid out of Tennessee who's lighting it up? He's probably going to be the number three. Oh. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, I think he, Johnson. Yeah, maybe? one of the. I don't. There's some. Uh, the only problem. The only problem is. Uh, and I mean, this isn't really a problem, but he was what? Is he a three or a four year player? He's old. Like for, for he, he's a, he, he's he's a four year star. He was he's one of yeah. those guys who he wasn't your shiny. You like Josh Hart? Wasn't your shiny McDonald's All American? Played four years of college. Yep. Or uh, Kuzma played three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's uh, Johnson for Tennessee. Yeah, he's a stud. I mean, there, there's there's some good. It, I, either way, I the Knicks the, Ni- the Knicks are picking high. They have a shot at Zion Williamson. So you got to play. You got to put Zion with Katie and Kyrie. They get Obi Toppin. Uh, ah, they got good. If, if, he stays, if he stays four years. No, let him go. Let him go. Uh, side note, as a Dave basketball fan, I love Obi Toppin. I love him so much. I hope he goes after one and done. Because once you get one one and done, uh, you get more. I think we had that opportunity with Costas. And I think we Anthony blew Grant just didn't play him. We That's blew it. It's, it's, it's because sure. Costas was an Archie Miller player, not yeah. an Anthony Grant yeah. player. It's Archie fine. Miller's still the coach it, of Dayton. Completely different it. story. All right, but um, back to the Knicks. All right, so one thing one, we've been talking about the Knicks fan of things. We're kind of assuming that Christoph Porzingis is going to be as good as he was before yeah. he left. I mean, uh, he's he like he's he's one of the best players under twenty five though, so he's still young. Science has come a long way. ACLs are no longer career-ending. Career-ending injuries. No, I, 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 think, I, I think he, there's a good chance he goes back. And is I mean, look, look at Zach Levine. Yes. They paired up Luka Doncic, Christos Porzingis to be the new Steve Nash oh and Dirk Nowitzki, which I love the idea. I love the storyline. It's great, but honestly, the fact that you, you – you can't ignore an ACL injury is going to be a detrimental thing to his ACL his gameplay. Side, drink. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. Oh, I'm glad you're enjoying it. <laughs> so, Someone's got to. I'm going to get so many mean comments. <laughs> I'm forgetting my points here. Um, ACLs. 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 Right, they're hard to get over. So Chris Hopkins, he's going to go for it. He and Luka, Luka Doncic. Who else is on the Mavs? Who else is going to be their, their their starting lineup here? Um, a, they're in a position now um, that they're starting to tank, so I, I don't think they can get up to the one. So they're going to, but I think they can be a top five. RJ Barrett, they can RJ Barrett, Cam Reddish, or Bull Bull. Um, um uh, you got um. It's a pretty. Di- there, there's, there's a great. There's a great Japanese player out of Gonzaga. Yeah, Matsumura yeah, or something like that. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's good. You think Mac McClung? Uh, Mac McClung out of Georgetown. Do you think he's going to get uh, drafted? Hell no. I was curious. He, I mean, he's good, but he's um, not. If he was any better, he wouldn't I, be playing for Georgetown. No, I, I think he'll declare for the draft. And I, th- or I think he will declare for a draft, which I think will be a mistake. I think if he waits another two or three years, he can be a first-rounder. But I think if he declares, he's an early second-rounder. I, I think he, put, he puts his name in. Because you can put your name in and NBA, like, and you can go to like the combine and all, but you cannot declare for the draft. And you can get evaluated and scouts will tell you where you're at. Then you can decide to come back. Because that's what Charles Cook for Dayton did. His junior year went, see what the scouts said, yeah. came back. You can even he had play. no intention of going yeah, in the draft. He at, just wanted to know at, where he was. Last at. year was the first year you could do it. You can declare for the draft and still come back. 
As long as you don't sign with an agent. As long as you don't sign with an agent. You can't sign with an agent, though. Okay. But, which um, is like step one. Which I, I think you should guys. be able to sign with an agent, but that's okay because I want it done going away in a year or two here. So. Yeah, it'll probably be, hopefully. Yeah, it'll be what like two years at least. But reg- regardless, so they they have they have possibly that young draft pick. They have uh, Maxi Kluber, who is a solid power forward or center that no um isn't really talking about. They have Harrison Barnes, who still has two years on his contract. They're thinking about I, trading him to I, I, the King. I was gonna say I think he uh isn't really a good fit there. No, no, he's terrible in the clutch. He's he, not. He, good. He's terrible in the clutch. He's, he's uh, terrible in the clutch. Mason Drake. He's a, he's a good scorer. Um, if there's one thing that concerns me about... Um, Again, you did just get Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah. and Trey Burke. Tim Hardaway Jr. is And uh, very you, good you have Dorian Finney-Smith, who's decent. Um, Obviously, you got Chris Stapps. And you got Kostas Antetokounmpo. Yes, you do. you got to develop that shit out of him, Again, man. you do, but that's a wild card. That oh. is such a wild, wild card. Uh, one thing I was a little bit... I guess I... But I don't get this, this is what I was going to say. I was still talking about um, Harrison Barnes. The scariest thing about Harrison Barnes is he hates to pass. Harrison Barnes has the lowest percentage of passes out of drives, which is concerning because he scores at less than 40% on driving field goals. So, so he's dumb. Yeah, exactly. I, I think I think he is a great second or third option, but I think when you put him on a team where he's the first option, I think the Warriors was, were a great fit for him. Um, if you can trade him away, uh, the Kings would be a good fit. And if you can get Kings have a lot of good, cool, young prospects there. I was not going to give you Buddy, but um, not going to give up. You're not going to get De'Aaron Fox. You probably won't get Bagley. No, but you could. You might get. You might get Cully Stein. Um, you might possibly. You could probably get Justin Jackson yeah. off of them easy. Um, or hell, you could probably get Shumpert. Or hell, you could just take two picks. Nice yeah, Barnes for two first rounders. Yeah. Good point, Sam. I mean, I think you might even be able to sneak a first and a second. And they have uh, the younger Bogdanovich brother as well, who's DZ. You have Harry Giles, who is like, you got a lot of young talent who have, like were hyped up in college because Giles went to Duke, Scalabasier went to Kentucky, Frank Mason was out of Kansas, was player of the year. You know, you've got yeah. a lot of young talent who's hasn't. Pop they're still the young. They're, they're still yeah, young. They so you know, maybe you take a, maybe you get a pick and you take a shot on one. And also, if you can get if you can get rid of Harrison Barnes, you have a shit ton of cap space. Like they are in a position where if they can get rid of Harrison Barnes this year, which they're talking about, they're going to be uh, over thirty million cap space type team. So they could sign because they, they, they got rid of Harrison. They got rid of uh, DeAndre. Which means all these big players that are coming out of free agency, they might be able to grab one. They might be able to get like a Jimmy Butler. They might be able to get a Kemba. They might be able to get um, hell. KD loves Texas. KD went to Texas, and KD has to <laughs> he's not going. Time. No way. I, I, him and Clay. I think him and Clay are definitely not going to Dallas. See you drink. Drink. Um, drink. I, I think you, you could. I can see Kemba going for Kemba. sure. Um, but I just don't. I don't. I don't see. KD going anywhere. Obviously, I I think the number one option is for him to still be selling. Also, here's a great here's a great thing about um the position the Mavericks are is their young core is Luka Doncic and um Kristaps Porzingis. Both players are what like nineteen and twenty three. So yeah, they've got long they've got a long time to make it work with those two. Again, yeah, um, they don't and they don't Christoph, need to. Kristaps becomes a free agent in twenty twenty, and he has said that he'll be exploring free agency. 
But we'll see. If you have all that cap space, you might just you might just hit him big. You know, yeah, and by that time you don't know who else is yeah. on that team. Maybe you get into the playoffs with Luca and him when they're yeah, and he goes, you know, back. we're we've got something here. I'll stay. Use develop the young talent and they might might be able to be something here in a couple of years. So that also might persuade him to stay. So steering the steering the conversation a little bit away from these big possible trades, something that's a little bit lesser known. Uh, what do you guys think about the Jazz and the Grizzlies swapping Ricky Rubio and Mike Conley? I don't like it. I don't like it for the Jazz. For, who? for the Jazz? I don't like it for the Jazz. I think it's a steal. I think that if the um, Grizzlies are in the position they're in where they have a lot of money locked up in old players, you got to get out. And so whatever you can do to get out of that Conley contract is awesome. Like I, Mike Conley's a solid player. Mike Conley's a very good point guard. Mike Conley makes a $153 million on his contract. Okay. Mike Conley was at one point the highest paid right, yeah. NBA player ever. So Conley for like two yeah. weeks. So Conley's making $30 million a year. Marcus yeah. Saul, who's also up in the trade block, is making $24 million a year. The, I think the biggest issue on that team is the fact that Chandler Parsons is on your team making $24 million a year and hasn't played a Woo! game in over a year. Beautiful. Yes. That, that That's the finesse. biggest issue. Way He's not even playing. That's so, amazing. Uh, yeah, he's pulling a what Carmelo was pulling. Like he's on the team, but he's not with the team. But uh, for I, I think they keep on thinking they need a better point guard because they keep on thinking that Donovan Mitchell is a shooting guard. But every every advanced stat says they're so much better when they put him at the point. <laughs> every advanced stat says put him at the point guard. They are they are eleven and one. On games where he has minimum five assists. Honestly, this, numbers don't. And, and, numbers don't. And lie. every single lineup they have with him at the point, they are in positive plus minus. We've been telling them. We've like, been telling them on this podcast they should keep him at the one. Listen, Utah Utah Jazz at just the tip off one. Get at us. We uh we follow we follow you, which means you can direct message us. Please get in contact because we have some opinions. Okay. <laughs> Having opinions, drink. Having opinions. What? I have a podcast. Ah. Hello. Oh, God damn. <laughs> You're the ones that made these rules, so. Hey, I'm being a bitch. It's fine. Wait, let's make a bitch, drink. So, we sort of touched on this a little bit, but um, if we, to wrap up the uh, conversation on the Knicks trade, is the Knicks have that $74 million in cap space. The obvious thing is they want to go after KD. And Kyrie. I think, I think uh, their, their optimist is KD, Kyrie, number one pick sign. Yeah. I think uh, let's, you I can think also let's, pick up Jimmy Butler. You could also look at you also look um, Kemba. You can also look at Thompson. You can also look at Boogie. Boogie. Uh, um, I mean, a lot next, of options. Real, so. real fast, when you're talking about uh, what do the Mavericks have, I think Boogie would be a good fit there. You put uh, you put Kristaps as a stretch four, which is kind of what he played in New York because yeah. his Cantor played the five. Yeah, but um, no, but you got all these free agents, you got all this cap space, possibly the number one pick. Um, if New York, if New York can pull this off, here's the thing: is they're not going to have any depth. That's what I'm because they just got rid of them. Just trade them away. I'm going to work. They're about to be the Houston Rockets. Yeah. With, I mean, their depth would be like a lot. It would be, be, it would be these young players. It would be Alonzo Trier. 
You're, so you're telling me Kyrie, Zion Williamson, Kevin Rand can not get past the second round in the Eastern Conference? Yeah, I don't. I, I, Fine, I, they'll make it to the fucking finals, but they're not making it. Or the Eastern, the Eastern oh, Conference finals, but they're not going to make it to the NBA finals. Um, so, okay. No, I don't know. Because you, Kyrie I mean, leaves AD, Boston. If AD goes to the Raptors, you're right. Because think about this. Kyrie leaves Boston's immediately out of that equation. Yep. Then you're literally just looking at a streaky Philly team. But they made whoa, a, a, a playoff whoa. struggling Raptors team and a very young, unproven Bucks team. So here's the thing. <laughs> That's what Kyrie you're looking at. You're, you're telling me that the Celtics, who last season didn't have Kyrie, made it to the Eastern Conference Finals and only lost because LeBron was up. They were up against LeBron. Uh, now yeah. that they're not up against LeBron. You think that they're going to blow another seven no, games? They'll, 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 they'll be up against Kyrie and KD. Yeah. They'll be on, they'll, better than they, both KD and Kyrie, but he's not better than them combined. Yeah. But who is uh, who are the Celtics going to uh, I don't know. It's the same team. It's the same team, and you can argue Tatum and Brown have been worse well, this year. How is KD and Kyrie playing? They have $74 million in gas And Durant's a player option? And Durant has a player option, and Kyrie has a player option. And Dur- and yeah. Durant leave though? Money, money. He said he's got the ships. He has come out and he said, "Hey, I he he, he took shit about legacy. I just want the money." Yeah. He, what he did, he took a pay, he took a pay cut to get the two ships, and then he because he's come out and said, "I'm not taking a pay cut this year." Yeah. And they have to pay. They have to if they want to. They so, have to play Clay, Clay Thompson this year and Draymond Green next year. Yep. And they just paid Curry a year and a half ago. Yep. So. I mean, you're not going to lose Curry. Clay Thompson no. said he's interested in the Lakers if, if they get AD. AD. No, that'd be an interesting team. Actually, that'd be a good team. So, great job by Clay's agent to yeah. put the pressure on to, to, to the Warriors. To, to just basically say, pay me. Yeah. Just fuck you, pay me. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, pay me. I mean, if they pay him and pay Durant, can you, uh, unless Dream on Green takes two, a major three. pay two, cut, you need a major pay cut. Which I think, like, out of the three of them, Draymond Green is the one who would. Yeah. No, I don't think Draymond would take a pay cut. I think Draymond would happily take his talent elsewhere. I think Draymond's. I think Draymond's sick of being another star. Ooh. Um, you think Draymond's sick of your talent elsewhere, Sam Drake? I think he's. So, Draymond didn't make an all-star this year. And he, Rightfully and he, he so. Got a big, so, when we talk about all-star snubs, I wanted to talk about um, Draymond and Iggy being. Fucks. I'm actually legitimately mad at both of them. But that's something that's coming up later in the podcast. Okay. Well, going forward, I, I think that Draymond Green would be unselfish and would not take the amount of money that you're he right. thinks he deserves. You're, you're right, because he's super mature. and He's matured a lot since 2016. Draymond has? Yes. I think he has. He hasn't had I, quite the amount of uh, technicals. Uh, uh, he's also been very ne- much... Negative five is a bigger number than negative ten. Still negative five. Progress. It doesn't have to be big steps. It just has to be in the right direction. <laughs> Little progress makes it. Yay, Drake. <laughs> so we'll see, though. It's going to be a great summer. Um, cool. Moving out of trade talk. We've done a lot. It's going to be a great week till next Thursday. Positive attitude, Sam Drake. It's going to be a great. Three o'clock on February 7th. That's That's when the I, I, either is. shit is going yeah. down or nothing's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> one of the two. So another couple trades that have been talked about happening. We touched on Rubio for Conley. Um, how about Miritic? Miritic 
has been pursued by the yes. Sixers, the Jazz, and the Blazers. I think Miritich Sixers is are one of those super marketable could go to anyone. Yeah. I, uh, Everyone could use a stretch for Kevin Love. Everyone could use a stretch for He is the poor man's Kevin Love. A young man's Kevin Love. Yeah. He's about the same age. He's not too much younger than Kevin Love. Same age as Kevin Love. Kevin Love's 30. I think Miritich's 28, 29. Holy shit. Yeah, Kevin Love's not... I mean, Kevin Love's old, but his body's older than he is. Like, Kevin Love may be 30, yeah, he, but he's he like 40. Like he plays like a 40 year old. Are you looking up how old he is? Yeah. He hobbles up the court and stays in the uh, corner. Just double check uh, Kevin Love's age for me. But Kevin Love! Hey, Love! Beer tick is. Oh, he's 27. And Kevin, the man, Love, is. How old? You have to go into Wikipedia. They don't put your age up on the top of Google anymore. They used to. It was really nice when we started on this podcast. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, one, the Sixers seem to be the one who are pursuing the best. And the one trade scenario I saw that was really interesting to me was um, Fultz, Chandler, their 2019 first-rounder, and their 2021 first-rounder. Uh, For Miritich? The 2021 uh the Heat's 2021 first. Kevin's 30. Kevin's 30, so he's... All that for Miritich? All that for Miritich. That seems like a so, lot for Miritich. So he's good, you, but that's you say a that, lot. You say that, but um, you, I, I think they're trying to get out of Fultz anyways, right? And I, if there's a team that Fultz could go to, it's a team that's rebuilding. So I think that's mutually beneficial to both. Chandler is worth less than Miritich, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so the, uh, 2019 and their 2021 pick, that's a lot, but... Uh, right now, the Pelicans cons and picks the most important thing to them. Really? Yeah. Oh, Interesting. Oh, Rondo Dunk? Rondo hey, Dunk! Oh. Yeah! But yeah, um, I... Who are they prospecting in college? Oh, wait. No, 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 I'm sorry. I misread my notes. That's their... Miss that's, that's their proposal to get Drew Holiday. The six draws are I was about to Drew say, Holiday. Drew Holiday, that's that that, that, like that, that sounds worth it to me. Drew, uh, that sounds worth it. Are you going to put Ben Simmons at... You cannot put him up on the block. You, you, you uh, they, they put him on the block. Interesting. The Sixers the six have said we're. Uh, they have. The Sixers have said we're interested in hearing picks for Ben Simmons. Oh, I wasn't yeah, talking. I'd be interested too to see what he's worth. Well, I wasn't talking like trade block. I was saying like, are you going to move Ben Simmons? Like, if you get your holiday, are you going to move him on the floor? Like, you going to put him in the post? Yeah. He looked decent uh, I, against I the Warriors. Ben, I think Ben Simmons would be he has solid six three. fucking blocks. What the? Yeah, fuck? Uh, that was against the Rockets. But if, if you, uh, I think if you're a, if you get Drew Holiday, I think your starting lineup be uh, assuming that you give up. Uh, um, Wilson, I think your starting lineup. I think you put him at the four starting lineup. I think you do. Uh, Holiday, Redick, Butler, uh, Simmons, and Simmons and Bede. That'd be pretty scary. Yeah, yeah it would be a big decrease in Drew Holiday's points, which would suck. But um, but yeah, so Miritich to the Sixers, Jazz, and Blazers. I really like Miritich. I think the Jazz have to make a move, and I really hope it's not Conley. I think the, I think the, if any if the who Jazz, do you, who do you want them to get? Maybe they, they need a three. I, I, I they need them, a three or a four. I, I want them to get Miritich. I want them to. Um, Sorry, Jay Crowder's not cutting it. No. If they if they want to compete in the West, if they want to compete, if they want to compete in the West, they need something. What? He starts. He's their starting four. Derek Favors is coming off the bench. Which Favors should Favors should be coming off the bench for Gobert as a five. That yeah, works yeah. well for him. I, and uh, Crowder should be coming off the bench uh, as a three for Ingles. 
Okay. Joe Ingles. It seems like the NBA's Jazz have favorite a lot of good dad. Bench players, but just not a lot of good starters yet. Yeah. Like they're doing. I agree, Mason Drink. <laughs> also Nathan Drink. Um. Sure. So yeah. Uh. That 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 we sort of touched on it. Um. Drew Holiday is being pursued by the Sixers, the Hawks, and a lot of other teams. But the Sixers and Hawks are two that seem to be taking it seriously. As I mentioned earlier, Hawks are up Kip Bazemore. I think so. Yeah, I think um, they keep Hawks are running Bazemore and Young at the point at the one-two. Um, yeah. But uh, the Sixers are the only one who have thrown out a hard deal, and that was um, Fultz, Wilson Chandler. So they're 2019 first and they're 2021 first. I think that's a pretty good package. I think you get Fultz, who's young. I think you get Chandler, who is a good stretch three or stretch four. For, this, for the Sixers, if you can sneak one of those in to be a second-round pick, I think that'd be great for them. If yeah. You, if, you, if, you, if you can. If you can but sneak I, one into a second. Here, here's, here's the thing. Is I don't, I don't, and it'd be a high. I don't think the Pelicans are in any hurry to move through. I think they are. Uh, they should be. Them. I think they want to hold them together. Blow it up! Yeah, no, no. I think I think they want to blow up the whole team, but I think a lot of I think a lot of the um, people are gonna try to use the trade deadline as an excuse to lowball them, and I think they realize the position they're in, saying like, hey, we we're not winning a championship this year. You might, and I think they should. I think they should hold out because I believe he's I believe he still has two years left on his contract. Who Drew? Oh, let's find out. But also, he did come out and say 90% of the reason he stayed in uh, New Orleans was Anthony Davis. So, if Anthony was, was, yeah, was dude, that was crazy. Like, I mean, see, so obviously, New, poor New Orleans right now. Obviously, you got the balloon. Really? Call. Is, if I'm New Orleans, the only player I'm concerned about keeping is Julius Randle. Yeah. Julius Randle and Julius Lopor. And Julius Lopor. I will say this if, if, if they do trade all these pieces away and then the Pelicans come garbage. They They're going to hear more and more wow. talk about moving that franchise to Seattle. They still got him till so he's getting paid 25 mil, 25.3 mil right now. Uh, this is his second year of his one, two, three, four, five year contract. So he still gets paid 26.1 next year, 25.3 the year after that, and 26.2 in his final That's year of his contract. contract. He is 28. He'll be 31. At the end of his contract, probably about the end of his his prime. So, I would say keep Drew Holiday as your veteran leadership, unless you want to go all young guys like the the Nets or the Kings. Which oh, yeah, I'd say blow it up. Sam, I know you're saying blow it all the way. Like your point, Sam, because I you need some veteran leadership. You can't just win on all rookies. Yeah, but you don't need veteran leadership at twenty five million a year. Why not? That's pretty cheap. Twenty-five million for the, uh, the the amount of experience he has. He has over nine years of experience. Um, Chandler Parson, or sorry, Wilson Chandler also has over nine years. You'd get a young prospect in Fultz, and you get two first rounders. Wilson Chandler is not a leader, and then you get two first rounders and a prospect. That's not leadership. It's not leadership. You're right. So you need some leadership. That's my point. Well, what about all these teams who are doing all that leadership? What about who? the Nets, the Kings? They're, they're both going up. They're not championship prospects Contenders. Yet. They're not contenders yet, but they are starting to show out. I think no, that a lot of teams make the mistake of not if, – if you're going to blow it up, blow it up. And don't, 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 don't stay halfway together. And also, he doesn't want to be there. He's come out and said it. Who? Drew Holiday? I mean, he said 90%. So 
if they get him some possible prospects that he would enjoy, maybe he won't stay there. So this is all I mean, it's all hearsay, no matter what. But I think if you get him a team that he would want to work around, he'd be alright. Holy fuck! First quarter, or the field goal percentage is in the game right now. The Lakers are shooting thirty-five percent from the floor. The Warriors are shooting sixty-four percent from the floor. Holy fuck, that's a big difference. Uh, that gives you a fourteen-point lead or whatever they got. No, I think it's nine, nine right, right now. So they're in it. Um, okay, well, there's a lot of trade that's going on, a lot of stuff that's, you know, possible. I'm going to say we go to the, uh, a new topic, the, the All-Star game came up recently. All-Stars. All-Star so, Reserves. Uh, I, I have three people, or I have two people, no, three people who I think really got snubbed and one person who I think got snubbed, but for a good reason. Um, does anyone else? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start with my big one. Um, Rudy Gobert, what the fuck? What, what the, the fuck, fuck is Carl Anthony Towns doing as an All Star? Rudy Gobert is not. Only who? Only 12 times in NBA history has a player averaged two blocks, 12 rebounds, 16 points on either 60% uh, uh, true shooting percentage. Right? Ten of those people were All Stars. And two of them were Rudy Gobert. This guy, this guy is one of the most underappreciated people. He every single, pretty much every lineup he's in has a positive uh, plus minus. He is absolutely the glue guy. Um, I am mad for Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert should be an All Star. Also, Carl Anthony Towns is he? He's he's put up high numbers, but. For the, he has less win shares than uh, he plays lackadaisical defense. He has less win shares than uh, Rudy Gobert, and he also shoots way less efficiently than Rudy Gobert. So, you, you would you have Aldridge in over Towns then? Instead, would you take Towns Aldridge, out and put? I, I would have Gobert in over uh, Towns, hundred percent. Oh, you and you keep Aldridge in because um, Aldridge is in. I would I would also have Aldridge in over Towns. Okay, because Aldridge is in. I was wondering yeah. which, because those I, my, I, when I'm looking I, at those I, are the two you would pull out. I, I think Gobert is better than both of them. I think because you're not going to pull out Jokic or Anthony Davis. No, no, no. I, 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 I leave in Aldridge, but Gobert is better than both of them. Um, and then another guy who got snubbed. Um, he's on the same team, so only one of them could have made it, but neither of them made it. Was Donovan Mitchell? Donovan Mitchell had a slow start to the season. Yeah. But Donovan Mitchell has been averaging over 30 points a game in the last month and a half. Donovan Mitchell is... Yeah, but we've played five months of basketball. Yeah. Four months of basketball. Uh, we've played since September. And, I mean, it's just looking at, like... I think Donovan Mitchell should be there over play. I could see Donovan that. Mitchell has more points per game. Yeah, Clay should not be... No, not Clay's, Clay's there because he's a warrior. That's, That's true. I mean, because <laughs> yeah. Booker, Devin Booker's put. He no. came in later than Don. I would say he came in right about Donovan. Uh, he came in a little bit before Donovan Mitchell, which yeah. might be why. He... But Donovan Mitchell came in harder and better, and also because he he's okay. So because he is on the Warriors, Clay's on the Warriors, so his uh, contributions watered down. Ah. Uh, is, I, here's the thing is I'm going to argue the contrary to that and say Clay is on the Warriors. Here's the thing is Clay, he's, he's an incredible shooter, and I don't want to, like, I think he's a very good player, and I would want any franchise to be happy to have him. Oh, yeah. But how many times have we, seen him put, have we seen him put up 40 points on less than 10 dribbles? He is on a team that lets him do that. He's on a team that puts him in the perfect situation to thrive, whereas Donovan Mitchell goes out and makes his plays. Donovan Mitchell is... Because he's the point guard. He has to. Yeah. 
And that, that's not, I think that I think that shows he has more value. They already have a bunch of points. I don't. They say that they you, you're, they're not in the All Star game by position, but I think they had a lot of point guards. They didn't want to have too many. So I, I, I'm more upset about Gobert than Mitchell, but I think Mitchell should be the over. I say my my big issue with the reserves was obviously DeAndre also got in as Victor Oladipo's injury substitution. But why the hell is Kyle Lowry in the All Star vote over DeAndre Russell? DeAndre Russell is leading that Nets team and. Kyle Lowry is statistically like having one of his worst. Yeah, I know because he's a replacement. But initially, why did D'Angelo Russell not get in over Kyle Lowry? Kyle Lowry is statistically having like one of his worst seasons ever, and D'Angelo Russell is having his best season ever, and leading the net, leading the Nets to a playoff spot right now. D'Angelo Russell is playing significantly better than Kyle Lowry is. I don't know why Kyle Lowry got it. I'll got, about that. Got it. Got an All Star. That's. I don't think he should be there. <clears throat> um, Kyle Lowry does do a lot of things that don't show up in stat sheets. I will say that. Um, don't get me wrong. I I think he was a stretch to get there. I was fine with him being there, but he wouldn't have been my pick. Um, but he's a real hustle guy, and I like his defense, his his willingness to take a charge. And furthermore, um, he's one of the best locker room guys in the league. Which they say they don't take into account, but it's partially it's partially player vote, and that's the type of thing players vote for. I just feel like half of what you're saying right there also relates to Gobert, and Gobert's not in. Yeah. So either you got to put Gobert in, or you got to take Kyle Lowry out. Yeah. No, so you, 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 you can't have very similar you don't, attributes. You, you, don't, you don't have to tell me twice that you have to put Gobert in. I am with you. Gobert is an all-star. I think you should take Kyle Lowry out. I didn't like that. All right, and this, this, is, where, this is where I'm going to shit on Iguodala and Green. Um, so Gobert, in an interview... Was asked about being stuck to the All Star game, and he said, and he said the hardest thing was having to tell his mom. He had previously told his mom that he had a really good shot of it, and then he had to tell his mom that he didn't make the All Star game. And he it, he admitted to getting emotional while telling his mom that he wasn't an All Star. How and uh, Iguodala and um, Draymond both tweeted about how uh, both tweeted about that, making fun of him. Um, uh, Draymond said something about uh, I forget. Oh, yeah. Something. I mean, that one thing he said was um, something about him being soft, but then he did it. And then afterwards, he made another one was like, should I be crying too? No, Charlotte. I'm like, hey, Draymond, you're not an all-star this year. I'm sorry. You're you're a good player. You are not an all-star this year. You really you're, don't you're, have much room to talk. You were having your statistical worst year since you've been relevant. Like, what are you what are you even talking about? Also, right now, you just had a hard, flagrant foul on, Zoo, uh, on Zubak. That's Mo, that's Mobog. That's Mobog. Uh, sorry, Wagner. Who made it, got the end one, and then you shoved him. You should be getting a technical. If uh, so, help me God, if he's not shooting a technical free throw right here, I'm going to throw an informal protest. God damn it! I, I, I you, like you, you got you guys got me worked up. You got me worked up, Draymond. <laughs> worked up. I've never liked Draymond. I've always I liked I liked that. Rudy Gobert's response to Draymond. He said, "Hey, if it's not on a Snapchat, we really probably shouldn't." Ah, dick pic. Yeah, so it was, I thought it was clever, you know. Yeah, uh, my, one of my least favorite things about Draymond is I've seen his penis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he accidentally posted a picture of his penis to a Snapchat story one time. Accidentally, quote. So he was no, I think he accidentally did. I think he intentionally took a picture of his penis <laughs> to send to someone, and then actually posted it to a story. Accidentally left about for twenty four hours. <laughs> well, how'd that get there? <laughs> Who put that there? Uh, he he leans right. If anyone was curious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, uh, about those next topics. USA versus the world rising stars. Wait, does anyone else have uh, all star snub? 
Anyone else have a comment about this guy's dick? No. No. You're welcome to Google it. Annie, please. <laughs> Draymond Green. Draymond spelled D R A Y M O N D Green like the color. Did, Did you see what the one person said? The one person clapped back and said, like, you cried for Kevin Durant in the parking lot. But, um, regardless, uh, the last guy who a lot of people say has got snubbed is Drew Holiday, which I do think Drew Holiday is putting up all-star type numbers. But the Pelicans are so piss poor and they're not going to get two all-stars. Yeah, that's like, you can't have two all-stars off the Pelicans and Davis deserves it more. He definitely does. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Drew Holiday. That's a shitty circumstance. Well, I don't think Ben Simmons. Well, fuck really Isaiah. No, he doesn't. And also, Ben Simmons plays point guard. How how did you skirt the rules to put him in the front court? Because when because court. when they told the coaches to vote, they said don't vote for position, vote for the best player, and that's how it happened. And they put him in the front court because there were other guards who got he's in. Not even that's how it he's, happened. He's the third best front court player on that team. It's just that's just <laughs> it's just how it happened. Also, fuck Isaiah Thomas. He also he also he also came, he also made come out of Gobert. I'm sorry, you're. Bitch ass is out of the league pretty much. Okay, yeah. you're on the Nuggets. You're not going to get any starting rotations there because he's yeah, certainly what, not starting uh, over over Barton, Murray, or Harris when you come back. Yeah, you're not starting over, uh, what is it? Beasley? Uh, Murray? Malik? 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 Malik, 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 Malik I know, Beasley. like, you're. Your, your yeah, career's, you, you your are, career's you are, done. You are essentially a fourth-string guard now. Yeah, oh, you, you screwed yourself when you decided to bad-talk every teammate you've been with. Absolutely. No, he's, 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 he's a cancer in a locker room. Um, but it's right, like half so, that. So like just last thing I want to throw in while we're talking about the All-Star games. Um, can you just talk about how cool it is that the league decided to add Wade and Dirk to the All-Star <laughs> game? Like, that, it was the perfect situation where they're it was a perfect situation where they're like, oh, hey, we have one player who is retiring, um, most likely. We don't actually know if they're retiring yet, but we do. The NBA um, saying he is. I hope he stays. Fuck it, why not? Uh, I don't give a shit about his legacy. He does. Uh, but, if he cares about it enough, he won't. But. Uh, also, uh, he's when you hear him talk about it, I think he's tired. I think he's ready to be done. I think he was ready. He to didn't play until like a third of the way through the season. Yeah, I think he was ready to be done after last year, and then decided to stay one more year. I think to like be a part of the Luca Don. He, I think he wanted to help Luca, right? Like it because it, it was after the draft that he announced he'd be back. But um, so regardless, I think he, I think he's a glue guy. I like Dirk. I really Wade's one of my favorite players ever. Um, if you follow us on Twitter, you'll see that I actually recently got to see Wade play his last game in Q Arena. Um, so I was, I was very thankful for it. Um, he did put up one good vintage wave poster dunk side note, but I just wanted to take a moment to mention how cool that is for the all-star because we were talking about like nostalgic votes and we worried about it. <laughs> that was a nostalgic vote big time. Oh, hundred percent. No, neither of those guys are putting up all-star numbers. None of those guys are all-stars this year, but I think it's cool that they recognize the legacy that they did for basketball. Cause both those guys are first ballot hall of famers. No doubt. Question. Will this trend continue because Vince Carter's coming up? And retiring soon. Will they do the same for Vince Carter? Because you can't say his. Here's the thing. Obviously, his contribution is not as big as Wade did win a championship, anything like that. But and and also, he doesn't belong to one team. I wait. Throw him a huge journeyman. Huge journeyman. I mean, I mean, he did a lot for Toronto. He also did a lot for New Jersey. Right. True. But I mean, he put put Toronto basketball on. Yeah. No. No. Don't get me wrong. I love Vince. He's he's awesome. He's gonna. He's also first ballot Hall of Famer. But um, I think in order to do it, you need someone to be retiring. Whether who knows if he's going to retire as a hawk, he might go somewhere else. But whether he's in the east or west, 
I think you need someone um, of equal caliber from the other conference to do it. You couldn't just add Wade. You couldn't just add Dirk. You needed both of them. Yeah. I think either. slash hope that those two should jump jump the tip off. Because <laughs> Wade can still jump. I don't think Dirk can, but Dirk's obviously taller. I still, I still think Dirk will get it. Because Dirk's like almost a foot taller. He's going. Yeah. I like the uh, the hand motion Nathan Drake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that, that brings you up to your point. Well, my point being the USA versus the World Rising Stars rosters came out. So. I think that's gonna be a really good game. Yeah, the, the, the world. They've, they've, they've done US versus the World five years now. I think the World has won four of them. The World has Ben Simmons on it, which. And Luca. With, and uh, with Rising Stars is freshman and sophomore. Yes. Okay, I still already Ben Simmons. It's, it's ben his Simmons third is a junior. fucking it's his year. Third year. It's no, his no. third guy. He redshirted essentially. I, That's I still really, your I third really, year on the team. I really hope that the NBA just says fuck it and names him rookie of the year again. <laughs> <laughs> so for Team World, we're looking at OG Ananobi, DeAndre Ayton, um, Bojan Bogdanovic. Where's DeAndre Ayton out of? Uh, uh, Bahamas. Right. Right, right, right. Yay, Nathan Drake. Uh, John Collins. Uh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Luka Doncic. Gilgis Alexander. Canada. Uh, Canadian? Yeah, it's Canadian. Kirkus. Oh, who's that guy? Which Kirkus. Kirkus for the Clippers. Okay. Bench player. I'm familiar. I'm assuming. Uh, uh, Laurie Markkinen. Oh, uh... Okogi, what's his Josh name? Okogi oh, Josh Okogi for the Timberwolves. Shetty Osmond and then Ben Simmons. Right, you got good, good. Fuck this. Oh, well, ben Simmons, right? I, I think if you are named an all-star, you should be disqualified from that. Because you're not a rising star, you're a star. Embiid did it last... Uh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. So, Team United States, we're looking at jo- uh, Jared Allen. Got the fro. Um, Marvin Bagley the third. Yeah. Uh, Duke, I like All right. Lonzo Ball. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Josh Collins or John, John Collins. Okay. Uh, Darren Fox. Yeah. Uh, Josh Jackson Jr. J- Jaron Jackson. Jaron, thank you. Sorry, Jaron okay. Jackson Jr. Kyle Kuzma, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Trey Young. It's gonna be oh. a good. That's gonna be a great game. I think it's gonna be. That's gonna be good. That's gonna be a fun game. game. Yeah. Oh. Early pick. Who I do you think World. I think World. I'm gonna take World. USA. Ah, swing vote. Swing vote. Well, I'm patriotic, like, so I'm going to go USA. Patriotic, yeah, drink, drink, USA. Mason, yeah, USA, drink. You, yes, he was Team I World. Team world. Boo! Uh, Amy, would you be a doll and grab me another beer from the fridge? Sure. Sam's oh. just on that Chidi Osmond train hype. I, I, I'm a big Luca guy. I think Luca's a, the real deal. And Aiden, for that matter. Aiden is stunned. Um, uh, I'm, dr- I'm drinking whatever you hand me. So I believe that brings us to worth mentioning. I have a fun one. Um, the Bulls have put every single player except for Lori Markkinen and Wendell Carter Jr. on the trade block. Even Zach Levine. Even Zach Levine. Every player on the Bulls except for two of them are on the trade block. You're allowed to have 15 players on the roster. It means they have 13 players on their trade block. Hey, man. And you know, honestly, like I, I, Shoot us an offer, I might yeah. keep Levine, but those are the two to keep. You keep the two young people you just yeah. drafted. Yeah, I also I one of them who's played really well, who's been playing really well, and is healthy. And Wendell Carter Jr. I think will develop that offensive game, but that guy gets boards. I and I also really like Chris Dunn. 
<laughs> he's he's slow slow developer. Yeah. Um, I think can and will be a great backup on a good team for his entire career, or will be a solid point guard on a shit team, solid starting point guard on a bad team for the, his career. So you know it's. It's up to them to decide. I uh, can't think of one right now. Yes. I've got a. I've got a worth mentioning. The Lakers are thinking about hiring a new head coach. Uh, they're thinking about going to Jason Kidd. I hate that decision. I'm very much against it as well. Um, I, I think you need to check out Luke, Luke Walton. He's got I don't a very think good basketball mind. I think I give him like one more year. I would take Van Gundy. Over Jason Kidd, I would take Van Gundy. I, I think you give him Jason one Kidd more year. Not, because Jay, the Lakers, Jason Kidd knows 90s basketball, and that's not the league we play in anymore. Van Gundy knows how to stretch the floor, and he's just never had the team capable of it. Fair. I, I, don't think the, I don't think you can really get rid of Walton yet because the Lakers' plan hasn't happened yet. Yes, you got LeBron, but until you get that second superstar, the overarching plan that Magic Johnson and the rest of the organization of Lakers has not happened yet. Of course the Lakers are going to suck without LeBron. It right. happened last year. It happened this They're year. They're not giving them a chance. They're, it's not that Luke Wallen's a, a bad coach. It's just that it's it's not a great team without LeBron. So it's I, I don't give see a reason time. to get give rid of him. you got to give him more time. Um, G- give him three Rondo's got to be in the floor too. Uh, my other worth mentioning was PJ Tucker has spent over a hundred thousand dollars on shoes on court this year. So shoes that games that he's played this year, the shoes that he's worn, total in over a hundred thousand dollars. That's a lot of money for some shoes, man. There's a breakdown online of every shoe that he's worn and the market value of it, the MRSRP type shit. He's worn everything from Kobe's, Nike, uh, LeBron's, Jordans, all the time. He'll wear shit, anything. He is the sneaker king, and I just think that that's kind of worth mentioning, you know? $100,000. Nice shoes, everybody drink? <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Take that. Alright, I'm worth mentioning. We've been talking a lot about um, we've been talking a lot about the MVP debate and about who adds the most value to their team. Um, so, this is the difference in team net rating while, it, while this player is on the floor, right? You got PG-13 leading the league at 19.9. That means his team gets an additional 19.9 more points per 100 possession than the other team when he's on the floor. And then you got uh, you got Giannis. Uh, this is, these, these are just of the ones that we've been talking about. Actually, you got Giannis with 8.8, which 8.8 is also very good, but just nowhere near 19.9. You got Harden. With I, I'd six. also argue that the Bucks surrounding cast is a yeah. little bit deeper and better yeah. than the Thunder surrounding cast and, is. And uh, Harden, who we've been talking a lot about, about how much I value adds, he's only at 6.1, which is still very good. Very good. For reference, Kawhi's at 5.8. Um, some other notable names is um, Curry is second in the league with 14.7, and Beat is 13.6, AD is 19.4, um, and Jokic is a flat zero. Mm. The team is just as good with or without Jokic. That's interesting. Wait, what was Anthony Davis? I, mean, I don't think he's assertive uh, enough. Though. AD is 9.4. Nine, okay, he said 19.4. The yeah. talent that uh, Jokic has, he's not assertive enough. He's, he's a plus minus a zero. Um, my, another worth mentioning I have is Luka Doncic. Had a chance at tying LeBron James at the record to 1,000 points in the number of games at 49. He ended up 
being one point shy. So mm. LeBron keeps that record because yeah. Luca Luca just got the youngest triple double record, right? No, he got the youngest thirty point triple double. The youngest triple double is Ben Simmons. Oh, it's Mar- 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 Last game of the regular season. I'm pretty sure it was like 10, 10, and ten. Like the I, I, bare minimum he can do. I think it was 10, 10, and ten. I think it was like 12, 11, and thirteen, but pretty close. Still. I don't know, if I got a 10-10-10 triple-double and I was doing this in the NBA, I'd stop there. <laughs> like, that's good. Pull me, coach. 10-10-10. Uh, All right. Um, Who needs any more? Does anyone else have any more worth mentions? Um, I... Do you guys want to hear the best shooter by zone and the worst shooter by zone? I, I saw those stats, but same to our listeners. All right, so to our listeners. So, by zone, there's approximately zero. Four, five... Uh, there's 10 zones on a court, NBA court, one half of it. So you've got your uh, – in the three-point range, you've got the five different areas. In the two-point range, just inside, you've got four different areas. And then in the very middle, you've got one area. So the best shooter by zone in that middle area is Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's right around the basket. Yeah, like 90%. Uh, shooting around. It's high. He's 70%. Yeah, it's high. Not bad. Worst shooter – Rondé Hollis Jefferson, care to guess the percent? 45. That's wow. correct. That's not a guess, you motherfucker. Um, all right, moving. Fine, I'll guess. Moving out and around. Best shooter by zone. There's a four uh, There's four people. There's uh, Kevin Durant, Serge Ibaka, Rudy Gay, and Kawhi Leonard. Who do you think has the highest percent? Kevin Durant. Is this where at? I'm not looking in at In the mid range? I was only looking at the worst. This is in the mid range. I think it's Kevin I want to say Kevin Durant, but Serge Ibaka went on that streak where he just couldn't miss from that free throw. It is Serge Ibaka. It is 58%. It, there was one game when he, I'm pretty sure he went 11 for 12 from, from the free throw line. Just full, full Kevin jumpers. Durant has the least out of the month, out of those guys at 56. The other two are at 57. Oh, a little um, shocking. The coldest shooters from those zones are LaMarcus Aldridge, Jason Tatum, Trey Young, and Anthony Davis. Uh, Jason Tatum shooting the lowest at 22%. Tate, Tatum's, ha- Tatum's in a sophomore slump right now. Trey Young at 27, 27, Anthony Davis at 31, and LaMarcus Aldridge at 34. So, moving on to our three-point range, we've got Danny Green at the hot, uh, Davis Bertans, Kyrie Bertans. Irving, Stephen Curry, and Marvin Williams for the, or for for the, the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets. Yes. I'd say Curry's got the highest. <laughs> Curry does the not. Who is it? Davis Bertans. Bertans, yeah, Bertans. For, the, for the Spurs. 57%. He doesn't, not okay, bad. volume does not shoot near the amount of these because he's their backup power forward. He oh, comes yeah. in for LaMarcus Aldridge. He was getting a little bit pissy about not getting selected for the three-point contest. They said he didn't shoot enough uh, shots, but he shot more shots than Dirk Nowitzki. And Dirk, well, Dirk's, Dirk Nowitzki. Exactly. Dirk, Dirk's part of all of All Star Weekend's nostalgia. He's in the three point contest. He's, the, he's, he's the coach. Season. He's the coach of the Rising, Rising Stars, Stars team. team. He is on the All Star team. I mean, like, if Dirk wanted a nice, relaxing All Star break to go, like, hang out and go on vacation, no, no, you, no, you got to, you got to report to work. Yeah. <laughs> we don't, we don't so, care if you're forty. That's in our hot region. We got Danny Green at fifty-two, Davis Bertans at fifty-seven, Kyrie Irving at fifty-two, Steph at fifty-two, and Marvin Williams at forty-five. Who's Marvin Williams play for? Hornets. So, and the coldest zones we've got: Mikael Bridges, Blake Griffin, Russell Westbrook, Austin Rivers, and PJ Tucker. Uh, 
Oh, it's going to hurt you to read this one aloud, isn't it? Just a little bit. What, what, from, from, from the top of the three-point arc, what does Russell Westbrook shoot? I'll say it with you. 14%. Mason Drake Fisher's bad. I mean, that is the farthest away three-pointer, but it's also, like, straight on. Like, dude, just throw it at the back of the backboard. Nathan Drake is mean. Yeah, that's mean. Blake Griffin at 24, Austin Rivers at 25, PJ Tucker. I don't think you get this. We're mean to Mason, not like Russell Westbrook. That's that's part of the podcast. Yeah, everyone always likes to shit on Russ. Um, You know, make a shot. Take a drink. He does 14% of the time. Uh, All right, I have one more worth mentioning. I'm sorry. No, that's all I had. All right, so for the seventh straight year, DeMar DeRozan has a negative net, uh, negative team net rating, which means his team is worse with him on the floor than not. For the and seventh straight the year. Seventh straight year, and this is actually this is actually his worst one yet, with a net, uh, team net rating of negative eleven point nine. The team scores less. Than, uh, the team scores eleven point nine less points than opponents per hundred possessions with him on the floor. I mean. He he was. I have cool. fantasy. He has he's been very Popovich did pull him at the end of that game because they needed the three, and that is not he, anything he, of DeRozan. That is, that I, is not I, I, I like Demar Derozan. He's flashy. He's fun to play with him. Two guy. Demar Derozan would have been an awesome late nineties, early two thousand NBA star, but the game has changed, and he has. Yeah, he can't shoot the three. That's that's a big part of this game that he can't hit. Um, one thing that I also would like to mention is uh, the kind of the total points, total rebounds, total assists, steals, blocks, those leaders. Uh, total points leader right now, James Harden sitting pretty at uh, 1671. Next up is Kevin Durant at 1368. Dame Lillard 1311. Um, Paul George at 1302. So it's kind of a tie race for the second right now. Or third place, and then uh, Joel Embiid is at 1252 points per game. James Harden at 36.36.3 points per game. Steph Curry at 29.3. Anthony Davis at 29.3. Kevin Durant 27.9, and Kawhi Leonard at 27.9 as well. So, side note: Would you mind posting these to the Twitter at the end of the podcast? Um, moving forward, any worth mentioning that we have? Uh, statistically speaking, we will try to post the podcast or post the Twitter post podcast. So any listeners out there, if you want to be able to reference these later, you'll have a place to have them. If you can't, if you can't catch a podcast but still want to hear the fun little thing, uh, stats we post, please follow us on Twitter at just the tip off one. Um, these will be posted there. This one feels good. So we moved on from points to assists. Uh, leading the assist charge is Russell Westbrook at 440. Drew Holiday, Ben Simmons, Kyle Lowry, James Harden are all. Uh, following his place, all in the uh, low 400s, high 300 range. Um, assists per game, of course, Russell Westbrook, Kyle Lowry, Ben Simmons, James Harden, and Drew Holiday, just in a little bit different order. All right, so for a second there, Lance Stevenson matched up with the mustache, but the mustache was four times wider than his head, so it looked like he had a, he looked like he had like a like four and a half foot mustache. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm gonna drink for that. I'll, I'll drink for that. Uh, total rebounds leaders. This one's kind of this one kind of hurts, especially for a chief in the room. Uh, DeAndre Jordan has the highest rebound numbers of of uh, of anyone in the NBA right now, and yet he's still probably gonna get bought out. He's gonna get bought out. No, and 
it, it's a weird thing, but um, they can't play him because he's too good and they're trying to lose. Goddamn shame. Um, <laughs> Someone will pick him. Andre Drummond, Rudy Gobert, Joel Embiid, and Carl Anthony Towns also on that list. Rebounds per game leaders leading the, the charges. Andre Drummond at 14.9. So many. Right behind him is DeAndre Jordan at 13.8. Then you also have Joel Embiid and Anthony Davis, Rudy Gobert, all in the 13s, high 12s. Um, moving on to steals. Number one is Paul George at 111. Uh, number two is Russell Westbrook at 96. Then you, uh, you got James Harden, Aaron Fox, and then tied for fifth with Drew Holiday and Justin Holiday. That's kind of cool. Justin and Drew are both tied for number of steals. Side note, did you see the video where Justin was warming up before a game and Drew brought his daughter out on the court and Justin and uh, Drew's daughter started just like hanging out and talking on the court? She's like a little toddler, but I was like, oh, that's her uncle. That's sweet. It is pretty cool. <laughs> um, Heartwarming. See him. Drink. <laughs> blocks, we're looking at Miles Turner, Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis, Brooke Lopez, and Hassan Whiteside. Sam Whiteside is such a shame because he should be better. Yeah, I mean, he's not getting the. I would say he's not getting the minutes, but he's just. He's not getting the minutes because he makes low basketball IQ points and he's a free throw liability. Yeah, he, he doesn't know how to pop. He doesn't know how to pass on a post. So that's my last worst mentioning. Uh, uh, um, you guys. I, I think I'm out of worst uh, worth mentionings. I think that brings us to our player comparison. This is a really interesting one. Um, everyone likes to draw comparisons between. Uh, Michael and, uh, Michael Jordan and LeBron, but we're going to take a slightly different direction and do uh, LeBron and his boss, Magic Johnson. So, um, they both have very... So, I think everyone likes to compare Jordan and Michael. I think Kobe and Michael is a more fair comparison because they're the same play style. And I think that LeBron is a bit much more similar play style to Magic that... Yes, he's obviously the best player on the court, but his goal his goal is to go out there and make everyone around him better. Um, I think uh, I think if LeBron had his way, he would uh, he would never score again and assist on every play. But when you're LeBron James, that's your only option. I think Magic was a lot of the same way. Um, we're pulling up the stats to compare them side by side. Um, they both have multiple MVPs. They both have multiple NBA championships. Um, Question. Before, before we look at the stats, who are you taking? I'm taking LeBron. I'm taking LeBron. Uh, just for parity, I'll, I'll take uh, Magic. Okay. Um, so, Magic has 13 seasons. LeBron has 16. How do you guys want to do it? Um, let's first look at just 13 to 13. I think, LeBron's for, I think LeBron's first 13 were fantastic. But I think we also – I think one of the things we have to consider, uh, Lance Stevenson wanted to take a shot at the end of the half because he didn't want to ruin his field goal percentage. That's a bitch move, Lance Stevenson. But, um, but I, I think I think at first we look at 13 and 13 and we do create a career because I think one of the things that is an uh, argument in LeBron's court is his longevity. I think like you can say, oh yeah, like you can't compare it because it's unfair, but also he did it and Magic couldn't. Uh, Magic obviously left for different reasons, but I mean, I think LeBron's longevity is one of the things that really longevity the fact that he has a shot outside of 20 feet mm-hmm. helps oh, like magic is a great assister so is lebron that was kind of like magic's thing is he was a great passer of the basketball mm-hmm. obviously he could finish in transition and all but so from lebron lebron's got an outside shot as long as an outside shot he didn't always true he was never and, and not that magic had ample amount of time to develop one as well yeah uh lebron also played narrow which was a lot more 
That's fair. So I picked Magic, and how do we want it to do? Do we want to go per game, totals per 36, per 100 possessions? I think per 100 uh, possessions, like per 100 possessions is a pretty good one because it's different errors. So it's hard to do per game. Defensive rating uh, favors Magic Johnson at 104 to LeBron's 102. Okay. Offensive rating favors Magic's 121 to LeBron's 116. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to point out right here that um, – Offensive and defensive ratings are both heavily swayed by the team that they're on because it's a reflection of how the team does when you're on the floor. And I do believe that for most of their career, Magic was on a better team. Than LeBron. Fair, fair point. Uh, points, you got it. It's LeBron James all the way at thirty-six point nine to twenty-five point four. Um, you've got per, uh, let's not do that. Turnovers. That was personal fouls. Uh, turnovers. Uh, Magic at five to four point six. He's the he was the point guard, so that makes sense. Blocks, yeah, uh, blocks. You got LeBron James at one point one to point five for Magic. Okay. Steals two point three at Magic to two point five LeBron. Okay. Assists fourteen point five Magic Johnson to nine point four for LeBron James. Magic Johnson is one of the best assisters of all time, yeah. so that's not too surprising. Um, total rebounds nine point seven for LeBron. And 9.4 for Magic Johnson, which I'll call a wash. I call that a wash, definitely. Um, let's move on to some shooting percentages. Three-point percentage, uh, 34% for LeBron James, 30.3 for Magic Johnson. That's still pretty good in his era, especially in the 80s, early 90s, when the three-point was not that much of a, a shot. That he well, took, LeBron's so. shooting closer to 40 nowadays. Yeah. It, it, yeah. He's definitely improved. Right now, this is just the first 13 years of their career, right? That's correct. I'd imagine, I, I would imagine that when you add the last three years of LeBron's career, that percentage is going to go up. Yeah, because he shot much better in Cleveland than he mm-hmm. did the, re- the second stint in Cleveland than yeah. he did the rest of his career. Yes. Two-point percentages, 53.8 for LeBron, 54.1 for Magic. Interesting. So Magic is slight lead, but very close, very close. Uh, total number of games played: LeBron James at nine eighty-seven to Magic Johnson's nine oh seven or nine oh six. So that's basically a season. So yeah, about one season more um, in the the same amount of time. Now let's go ahead and let, let, let's do it for the whole career. Right now, I'm right now I'm calling him pretty close, slight as LeBron. Um, just because increased efficiency in scoring and uh, uh, increased defense and Magic is a better sister, but LeBron's a better scorer. So I'm just going to give slight edge LeBron. But someone tells me when you had the last three years of LeBron's career, because LeBron has been having three of his best years of his career towards, towards most recently, which is incredible that he's still doing that. Yes. So LeBron James, his three-point percentage went up to 34.4 and Magic at 30.3 still. So his three-point percentage is definitely higher. His two-point percentage is 54.7 to now Magic Johnson uh, 54.1. So LeBron James did improve on that one. Um, Overall, let's see here. Assist, Magic still at 14.5. LeBron at 9-7. Anything else super different? No. It's all about the same. Um, In the past three years, it's been pretty consistent. So, 
So I'm reading, I'm hearing these stats. I'm saying they're pretty consensus. LeBron, right? LeBron yeah. over over Magic Johnson. Now Magic did end up getting more uh, rings. He's got four rings to LeBron's three right uh, now. Magic also played with Kareem. Play with Kareem. Play I mean, with yeah. uh, Magic played when he was on the best team for the majority of his career. I would say that's debatable because the Celtics gave them a big run yeah. in the entire 80s, and thank thankfully they did because that really saved the. Was it LeBron in his career has been on the best team for three seasons? His three Heat seasons. Uh, now there's been a better team in the league than his so team. He's been a bigger every underdog. other season. I'd say he was also forced into the. Four seasons. Um, I would say uh, Magic has been in contention for being on the best team of all time. Uh, I, don't, I couldn't say the same for uh, for for LeBron. I think there's. Been, I, I don't think LeBron's ever been on. I, I think the the 2012 Heat is the best team LeBron's ever been on, and I think that's maybe top five, top ten best teams of all time. But, Good yeah. point, Sam. Drink. So. Outside of that, I think we've, we've got a general consensus on this one. LeBron, LeBron James. LeBron, fire your boss. Okay. You okay? So this has been it for just a tip-off. Thank you guys We're for joining us. I uh, hope to see you guys uh, next time. Uh, Thanks. Right. Thanks for listening.